Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hey, everybody, and well, <laughs> <laughs> signs we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> Gotta turn off the cobwebs. Okay. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a long awaited <laughs> pop culture on the rocks. Man, it has been a minute since we've done this, and we've had to dust off the cobwebs on our microphones and on my brain in the podcast realm. (laughs) But my name's Anna, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Callan. Hello. We are here to recap what we've been up to the last six months, (laughs) Um, along with discussing some of our favorite things from 2022. But first, we, we always have to talk about what we're going to drink because, you know, that's part of our spiel here. So we had to remind each other how this thing starts. <laughs> <laughs> how do we do this again? <laughs> right. <laughs> so what are you having? It is a little bit crazy that we're in 2023. Um, yes. And we kind of took an accidental hiatus or Yatus. Yatus, <laughs> Yatus, if you will. Um, but we are excited to be back. We really didn't mean to be gone that long. But as you will find out, a lot has happened since our last episode was posted. Um, we didn't really mean to just like drop off the face of the earth. But <laughs> if you're listening to this, we're really happy that you you came back even after all this time and we're really excited to start the new year off with a bang um so in honor of that i have you know none other than a seltzer because if there's (laughs) (laughs) if there's anything that we like here it is trying seltzers and being very critical of them so (laughs) Um, one of the only brands that I approve of is High Noon. So I have a watermelon High Noon. I think it's a really good one just because it actually has vodka in it as opposed to whatever else they put in these. So, um, yeah. And I just think it has pretty good flavor. So got um, that. I would say grapefruit is my favorite flavor. So if you see that, I would go for that. But watermelon is a close second nice okay yeah high noon i feel like i've had that before and it was good we said we were gonna make a a spreadsheet but we never did yeah again (laughs) for the for the future intern (laughs) right (laughs) so i don't know if we talked about this on the podcast last time but I was pregnant during 2022, believe it or not. <gasps> I know. No, I, crazy. I'm pretty sure. So we recorded a couple episodes that haven't come out yet. And I guess we'll do that and just give a disclaimer. But I think in one of those, you said like, I've been lying to you all this time or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That so sounds, I, that sounds right. Yeah. So when you hear that, I guess know that she was lying. She was there. Are, there are a few episodes where, yeah, you weren't really drinking alcohol. Were you? you were lying to us all? It's true. I was just even drinking. me for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, I had my son. Thankfully, all healthy and everything. He's wonderful. But Yay. you know, got to get back to to the, to the pop culture on the rocks. This is what we're here for. I'm happy to be able to share a beverage with you now. Yeah, same. Me too. Well, this is my first margarita that I've had since 
Ooh. the whole baby thing. <laughs> oh, okay, great. <laughs> so great. it is the tequila that you gave me mm-hmm. and some Jose Cuervo tequila mix, margarita mix. Nice. Yeah, nice. So it is a real margarita, not yeah, one of those good. other ones. <laughs> yes, I'm excited. How is it? How's it to feel to be back in the margarita world? It is wonderful. Tequila is my favorite liquor so and also my husband steven made it for me and he does not drink so he was like how much am i supposed to put in here and i was like just do what feels right and it's pretty (laughs) it's pretty strong so he did okay (laughs) we like that we like a little strong yeah you know (laughs) gotta know what you're drinking it's nice to have an in-home bartender yes definitely i need to uh get him to learn some more tricks maybe learn how to like Mm -hmm. flip the cup over his head and all that stuff yeah yeah (laughs) and like do that long pour where he's bringing that bottle yeah that's right that's right (laughs) but um yeah so that was the biggest life change (laughs) this year for me (laughs) i'll say yeah um second to that was that callan and i took a bucket list trip of a lifetime together Mm-hmm. to our number one place, the land down under. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We've mentioned it a few times on here, you know, that we were hopeful to go one day and we made it happen. And it was awesome. We went in June. So that kind of started our hiatus with the, the podcast because, you know, we were busy planning and then right. going. So... We loved it, and I'm sure it will come up a lot. We'll share some good stories and adventures of things we did. But, yeah, it was a highlight, and, you know, Anna's son got his first little international trip from the (laughs) womb. That's right. He's already got the travel bug. Right. We instilled that early on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a super great trip, and I, yeah, I know we're going to talk about it a lot, but... If y'all want to hear more detailed information about maybe what we did or things like that, let us know. Um, Mm -hmm. We're on all the social media platforms and we have a Discord as well and an email, which I'll remind you at the end of the episode, but if I remember the the structure. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Y'all remember. It's like riding a bike. All right. So we're going to kind of skip the second part of our usual spiel because we're going to be talking about what we've watched this year. So we're just going to go directly into why we should be on the amazing race. And we also have some great news for you. We're not cast. Okay. Not don't, yet. don't hear me say that <laughs> the NDA would be in effect if so. Um, but we have put in our audition and we're very excited about that. Yes, I think this is our fifth audition, so feeling good about number five. We have been trying to, you know, every audition, every video, trying to improve. And Mm -hmm. I think they have gotten better as they go on. We feel good about this one. We 
took um, some tips from Claire, who was half of the winning team of this most recent season, which we did watch and mm-hmm. really enjoyed. Definitely. Um, obviously, we we really liked her and Derek on Big Brother. Mm-hmm. So that was exciting for us to see them. But she encouraged um, bantering and just showing a lot of personality and being bubbly and all that. So we tried to include that. In this most recent video, our friend Elizabeth, who has been on the show, um, she did the producing for us, and um, you hear her a couple times in the background, which we thought just kind of made it even funnier. So (laughs) hopefully casting will, you know, agree with our assessment and say, that's it. That's the team right there. Come to LA. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, so exciting stuff. Um, always fun to get together to work on those. And yeah, definitely, like, I watched the first probably 30 seconds of our first audition, and I was like, this is horrible. So yeah, it's, I know. <laughs> we've definitely improved. Yeah, we, we've gotten better, more comfortable, mm-hmm. more natural. Yeah. yeah. So we're happy that things are going up. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. We're getting more and more confident and definitely doing the podcast, I think helps just to kind of mm-hmm. know how to fill up time with talking. <laughs> exactly. And having fun with it. Yeah, we're excited for the future. But speaking of, we did mention that we watched The Amazing Race, both of those seasons that came out this year, which I'm so excited that we had two Amazing Race seasons in one year, like incredible. Mm-hmm. The way it should be. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Paramount realized, oh, yeah, these people are really good. This is why they win the Emmys, people. That's what I'm I'm saying. So anyway, and um, personally, I really enjoyed both of the seasons. This most recent season, I enjoyed more. I feel like I really enjoyed the cast more. And maybe that was because of Derek and Claire. (laughs) That's possible. (laughs) But I really loved the final two teams. Final three teams were great. But yeah, both seasons were really great. I was just really happy to have Amazing Race again. (laughs) Me too. I was so excited to have it back. And this most recent season I loved. And I agree. The cast was awesome. It's rare to make it to the finals and genuinely be happy with whichever team wins. Mm -hmm. So um, definitely kudos to the casting producers this time because they did a good job. Yeah, as always. And I guess we'll go ahead and cover the other two (laughs) CBS shows. Real brief, uh, Survivor had two seasons this year, which were both really fun. Very happy with Marianne. Um, She was my Mm -hmm. survivor bet. So equally happy about that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I kind of thought that 43 was even better. I found that I liked even more of the cast than I did the year. I mean, the season before. Very controversial final three and winner. So that's (laughs) always fun. Uh Uh-huh. I was definitely, I had a few people I was rooting for, which is always fun to be able to have a few people to root for. Very entertaining and happy that, of course, it will be back this year, 2023. (laughs) Yes. I also enjoyed both of those. I thought they were were on a steady incline from 41. Um, Yeah. So that's good. And yeah, 43, I loved a lot of people on the cast, which again is not always the case. Um, Finding yourself rooting for multiple people definitely didn't end the way that I thought it would, (laughs) but you know, they got me on that one. So I 
really enjoyed it and I also didn't get as far behind on it as I often do so I was very proud of that. (laughs) That is good. That's a task in (laughs) itself. There's a lot of content out there. Yeah so excited for future Survivor seasons this year and also rounding up CBS reality. I am going to talk about one later. Another one later. (laughs) But um, as far as Big Brother personally I think it's one of the best seasons we've had uh recently because unlike Callan, I haven't been a live feeder for very long and sometimes you know the live feeds are very much like I'm just gonna put this on while I clean the house or something but there were several times where it was like I had to stop and watch what was happening even the edited episodes were exciting because like Mm -hmm. there's just so much happening and a lot of excitement going on just throughout the whole season because sometimes there's dry spells and mm-hmm. it just gets kind of predictable after a while. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this season and, of course, love our winner about time that we had mm-hmm. a black female winner, but mm-hmm. very happy for Taylor and that she accomplished two records is even more impressive. Yeah, I agree. I Probably enjoyed this season the most I have since BB20. Mm-hmm. You know, I liked the All-Stars one, obviously, just because I got to see people. But it was season-wise not one of the best. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, because a lot of those people went home <laughs> early. <laughs> so um, I was very happy with this last season. I thought that um, Taylor was a really deserving winner. And... Mm-hmm. I think you definitely saw her become a better player as the game went on, which was um, cool to watch the evolution. And again, the cast was great. Multiple people for me to be rooting for, for different reasons. Um, Loved, you know, the alliance that we had, the leftovers. I thought that was so Mm -hmm. fun. (laughs) I loved seeing kind of the underdogs unite together. It was really fun. I thought the split house um, twist was so cool. Some people stayed in the backyard all week while others stayed inside. And it reminded me a lot of on Survivor when they do the split tribal councils into Mm -hmm. smaller groups. I always enjoy that because it never ceases to shake things up. Yeah, definitely. Makes you really nervous as a viewer because usually someone you like is going to go home (laughs) because the (laughs) odds are not in their favor. Yeah, Yeah, I thought the twists themselves were good, which was nice because sometimes we get a little wonky on Big Brother. Mm -hmm. Overall, um, I'm excited for 2023 and more of all of these shows. Yes. Well, we definitely had to cover those three because those usually (laughs) those are the three shows we definitely cover here on the podcast. So in the future, be on the lookout for that for sure. I did want to note that I will be watching Australian Survivor when it premieres at the end of the month. Hopefully, maybe Callan will be on board with that. We'll see. (laughs) It might also be difficult for me. My schedule is definitely different now, taking care of a whole human. So um, (laughs) we'll see how that goes. But yeah, definitely plan to watch it. I might be a little bit behind. Actually, you don't need to watch it because there's returning people. I'm still on season two, so. Yes. But anyways, I did want to put that little plug out there for anybody who watches International Survivor. Okay, well, 
I think we're going to kind of transition and talk about some of our favorite things that we've watched this year. So, Cowan, do you have a... Let's start with movies. Is there a movie that you've really enjoyed this year? Either we're going to talk about some stuff that came out in 2022, or there may be some things that are older, that, but we consumed it in 2022. <laughs> so it's new to us. <laughs> yes. So movie was actually my easiest one to mm-hmm. come up with. I, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Anna already knows um, what movie I'm going to say was my favorite. I would say this was not only my favorite movie of 2022, but my favorite thing I consumed during yeah. the entire year. Um, so that movie was Elvis. It came out, um, in the summertime, I think. And, um, it starred Austin Butler. I'm sure everyone listening has at least heard of it if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But I think it's probably become annoying how much I talk about that movie (laughs) at this point. Not at all. So, you know, I... I feel like it's just part of my personality at this point. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm not exaggerating when I say, and I continue to say to people that it had and does have a chokehold on me. I love <laughs> that movie so much. Um, I saw it three times in theaters with different groups of people. Number one, I think I was just surprised at how well Austin Butler did. I mean, truly, mm-hmm. I... When I saw the trailer, actually, when I saw Batman, which would be my second favorite movie for sure of the year. I loved that movie. We did talk about that on a previous episode, so you can hear more about that. But when I saw the trailer for Elvis during that movie, I didn't recognize him, of course. But when the name came up, I said, Awesome Butler, huh? Like, (laughs) isn't that like Vanessa Hudgens' ex-boyfriend? I only know him because they dated for like 10 years and they were always going to Coachella. It was like, (laughs) here's their yearly Coachella outfit. Right. I think he's been on a few episodes of Zoe 101 and things like that. But, you know, I was like, okay, interesting that they are, you know, going to have him play Elvis. Mm -hmm. But it was amazing. He did such a good job. Um, He... I think took method acting as seriously as you can. (laughs) I know there's a lot of jokes out there about how he's going to sound like Elvis forever, which it is funny to hear him talk. But at the same time, like because of COVID, it took like three years to film that movie. And so, I mean, if you are method acting and you're talking in a certain voice for three years, you're probably going to have a hard time remembering (laughs) how you talked before. Yeah, for sure. Um, So yeah, I, I really hope now that we're in award season that he gets recognition, and I think he will. Um, I know he's been nominated for Golden Globe, but I'm really holding out hope for a Best Picture picture and Best Actor nomination at the very least. But I would love him to get the Best Actor win because um, I think it's re- he's really deserving. But yeah. aside from him, I really did enjoy the movie itself, you know, Elvis, as you saw in the movie, is from Mississippi, and obviously that's where we are, so I don't know. You grew up knowing Elvis and all of that, but I feel like this is one of the first times I've seen Elvis depicted in a way that was not like a caricature almost, or just an impersonation, mm-hmm. kind of making fun of him. I don't know. It was cool to just see his story um but also through 
the colonel's eyes tom hanks i thought did a really good job yeah and there was just a lot of stuff i didn't know i feel like it makes you look at elvis differently mm-hmm. the style of the movie with baz Luhrmann doing it was so cool you know i liked great gatsby which he also did back in the day but that movie to me is just okay and i feel like this one was really, really good and had that same style, that same opulence that I think he's known for, but it worked really well with the Elvis theme. So mm-hmm. really liked the twists on the music. I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot. Elvis was actually one of my top artists in Spotify Wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I think it just, it hit all the notes and... Every time I watched it, I noticed things that I didn't before, which I always think means a movie has a lot of layers. Um, yeah. And enough going on that you're not going to notice everything the first time. So, it, and it's really rewatchable. I think that speaks to a movie as well. So, yeah. Definitely. That is my spiel. If you need <laughs> facts about. Elvis or the movie or Austin Butler, you know who to contact because <laughs> I have done my due diligence since then. I'm a fan, but that's that's my fave of the year. Very exciting. Yeah, I knew Callan was going to talk about that, <laughs> <laughs> which I would expect no less. So it was, yeah, I saw that. I actually saw that movie with my parents. My dad is a huge Elvis fan. So I was like, I got to see this movie with you. And he loved it as well. So, always fun to see the Mississippi guy and remember that he's not from Memphis. That's right. And and fun fact, uh, see, I said Australia would come up. Um, we went snorkeling and uh, at the Great Barrier Reef. So, literally, we're out there in the middle of the ocean, like, <laughs> on this boat, the snorkel boat. And I went to the little bar to get, like, a Coke and one of the deck hands um you know people that works with the tour group gave me the coke and he asked me where i was from i said mississippi and he said oh my gosh i love elvis and i said really like here's (laughs) this just random australian dude you know looks like a biker like loving elvis (laughs) and um he said yeah i i love him and i actually uh, did like an Elvis tour so he had been to Tupelo which is an hour from where I live and that's where Elvis was born and he had gone to Memphis and Graceland so I'm like how have you been to places that I live next to and I've never gone to? <laughs> I felt like I felt bad about that but I thought that was amazing and that was actually right before the movie came out and um, I asked if he was gonna see it and he said yeah because he also loved Tom Hanks so I really wish I could find that guy just to ask what he thought about the movie (laughs) but I'm just gonna hope that he was happy with it as an Elvis fan but I thought that was so crazy like the world is so small (laughs) absolutely yeah wild that somebody on the opposite end of the world knows Elvis and has been to Tupelo of all places so yep yeah yeah that's fun I was having a really hard time thinking of a movie that I've watched this year I know that I've watched like so much stuff especially since like you know I was pregnant so I was like I'm not doing anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so I watched a lot of stuff but I was just like could not really think of anything and maybe you can help jog my memory at some point but I was actually going to say The Batman is my favorite movie of the year. Mm -hmm. And I I still stand by that. (laughs) 
Yeah. I, I really wanted to see it in theaters again. I only saw it once and it was like an amazing watch experience because I watched, I went with Steve and my husband who's also a big DC fan and I really didn't know much, like I hadn't really looked too much into it, like what it's going to be about and all that stuff. I just kind of went into it blind Mm-hmm. And was absolutely, like, on the edge of my seat the whole time and just, like, consumed every little part of it. So, very excited. I don't know what the future of DC will look like with um, James Gunn, so we'll see how that goes. I'm hopeful because I like some of the stuff that he's made in the past, so we'll see what happens. Um you know, I'm sure there'll be some growing pains, but I think it was time for some change with DC. And um, anyway, I'm just, I'm very glad that we got the Batman and it was super fun. Um, Yeah, we talked about it on other episodes. I won't talk about it for too long, but definitely my favorite movie of the year. Um, I did want to say I've watched a few documentaries as well. And again, I was trying to like jog my memory of which ones (laughs) I watched this year. And I actually did ask Steven, I was like, what movies did I watch this year? And he was like, you watched a ton of documentaries. And I was like, "Mm, that doesn't help me. Yeah. So (laughs) it can count. (laughs) I was just trying to rack my brain. But some of them are shows and some of them I know we, we both have watched But one in particular that just blew my mind, and actually Callan's mom was the one that told me about it, Mm -hmm. is Don't Pick Up the Phone, which is on Netflix. And I won't give any spoilers, but just the first, like, five minutes, just watch the first five minutes and you'll be blown away at people. I'll just say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And again, with, like, podcasts, I was trying to think of a podcast that I really liked that I haven't talked about on here. And I I can't think of one, but I did want to say, shoot, now I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. Oh, well, maybe it'll come to me. We'll keep talking and it'll, maybe it'll come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was I going to (laughs) say? Oh, gosh. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. Sorry. Good. Um, yeah. So just talking about don't pick up the phone. I recommend that one. It's just insane. But I did want to say something (laughs) that Callan and I have talked about for almost the majority of our friendship probably is this serial podcast talking about Adnan Syed. Yeah. And big news has happened in 2022 regarding his case. Callan, I think it's appropriate that you say it because you've known this story way longer than me. Uh, It... It's amazing because Serial, his season of Serial, the first season, is the first podcast I ever listened to. And um, that was in 2016. And it really sparked my love of podcasts. But Mm -hmm. I was so invested in his story. And I have been so, I don't know, enthralled with that case because... I have always, you know, believed that he was innocent and wrongly imprisoned. Honestly, just a good example of the failures of the justice system. And I won't get too into the case because there's literally a podcast where that will explain (laughs) it much better than I do. But the breaking news this year was that 
spoiler, he was released from prison and his conviction was turned over. And I, I don't know when I, we've had like some close encounters with that over the last couple of years, like new things happening in his case where we, we were close and we were thinking, oh, this might be, this might be it. But it finally happened this year. And that was such a cool headline to see. And like the video of him being released, he's been in prison um, since he was a teenager and he's now in his late thirties. So, you know, thankfully he still has a lot of years ahead of him, but obviously those are a lot of years that he, you know, is not going to get back. And it would be wrong of me to not say that when someone is wrongly in prison, that also means that the person that did it is not facing that justice and has had those years of their life. So with this, you know, conviction being overturned, I'm very hopeful that they get the person that really did kill Hay, the girl that was murdered and is the reason this case exists. So I really hope that is what happens. And I and other serial listeners have our theories about who we think it might be. And I believe, you know, I've heard they have some evidence that they're not mentioning um, and they're not saying anything because apparently a lot of members of the public would know who it is if they did release the evidence. So that makes me wonder if my theory is correct. So we will see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was huge news um, yeah. for all of us who had followed that case for six years, <laughs> Yeah, which is crazy. Wild. Like, I don't know, you just, when you follow anything, I I guess this is the first experience I've had where I have followed, like, a a criminal case for so long and actually Mm -hmm. seen a positive outcome. I don't know. It's just, like, a rare situation, I feel like, to actually see that happen. But I know it, it happened because of the publicity it's gotten and... Um, all the people that have kept it being like talked about so yeah so exciting developments for for that and I mean I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you probably know what serial is <laughs> <laughs> right but highly recommend all of their stuff for sure mm-hmm. not so that they good. need my endorsement but I'll give it to them anyway <laughs> Did you have any other movies that you wanted to mention? I was going to say, yes, Batman was my second favorite. I saw that twice in theaters. That was really, really good. And again, didn't expect Robin. Robin. (laughs) 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 Ironic. Didn't expect Robert Pattinson to do as well as he did. And um, very pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, definitely. And then I did see um, Don't Worry Darling. That was a very talked about movie because yeah. of the <laughs> the real cast drama. That actually would have been a fun one to talk about in real time. But mm-hmm. I guess at this point it's like irrelevant. But it made the movie very interesting. You know, I like Harry Styles. I'm, I'm not a you know, mega fan. I can't compete with some of his other fans, but I do really like him and thought he did a great job. I went into the movie with actually pretty low expectations because I also saw that trailer, I think, when I saw Elvis. And I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. the cast is good, but it looks a little like Stepford Wives knockoff. I just don't know if this is going to be any good. Um, But I, I was pleasantly surprised. Again, it 
was very entertaining. It kept me glued to the screen the whole time and really made me like the whole time I was trying to figure out what was going on. And I did not predict what was going on. (laughs) And that always makes me happy. To me, that makes it more fun when you can't figure it out. I'll shout that one out. Though I saw that actually the night it premiered. And I live in a college town. So there were a lot of college girls there. (laughs) Surely just for Harry. Um, And that was fun because it was packed theater. But I will say it it took me out of the movie a little bit. Because obviously this was in the like all of the cast drama was going Mm -hmm. on when harry appeared on screen it's just like cheering and clapping (laughs) and you know a lot of commentary a lot of vocal commentary when his character did different things um (laughs) and so it was like very much so a reminder that i'm watching harry styles Mm. uh instead of his character so that was a little bit annoying I thought he did a really good job, like I said. Yeah, it was funny. Even, like, the first time Olivia Wilde came on screen, people literally booed. Which I thought was a bit extreme. <laughs> thought that was a little bit extreme. But it was, I mean, it made it, I guess, a full, full experience. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> full movie-going experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not see that movie, but I followed along on the pop culture roller coaster ride that that was so that was fun <laughs> quite the thing did he or didn't he spit what do you think mm. <laughs> incredible <laughs> well i did have a couple books i don't know if you had anything else that you i do have another a random another random okay. thing throw it out there speaking of heartthrobs <laughs> <laughs> i have another random memory that i wanted to give and of this past year and it is definitely that I had the best birthday party I think I've ever had oh good so shout out to the best party of the year (laughs) my birthday party (laughs) (laughs) I would agree it was so fun it lived up to our expectations yes and you did a lot of work for it and i very much appreciate that um well you deserved it it was a big one yes i turned 30 this year so exciting stuff uh we decided to make it a 13 going on 30 themed 30 flirty and thriving (laughs) so it was pretty much a 2000s early 2000s party because i was Mm -hmm. 13 during that time period and it was super super fun just like I'm into nostalgia anyway and I think everyone in our generation is (laughs) yeah so it was fun to talk about all that stuff that we were into in the early 2000s and the trends the fashion trends Mm -hmm. music the actors and actresses that I was really into random crafts that I made with newspaper clippings that I still have (laughs) at my parents house (laughs) (laughs) so anyway that was very fun and definitely a huge highlight of my 2022 year well it was a great party and Anna had the Jenna Rink dress like the actual (laughs) dress from the movie Um, and we've talked about that party theme for years so I'm just glad Mm -hmm. we could make it happen and yeah we brought some of our like favorite items out like 
old cell phones, you know, the Razor and mm-hmm. Tamagotchis. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, things like that. Just it was fun to reminisce and um, I don't know talk about the good the good old days, as they say. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, that was kind of a random topic, but I definitely thought it was worth noting. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything in the miscellaneous section? <laughs> the miscellaneous. Yeah, I'll I'll say that um, I feel like. This was the year that I got a little bit back into reading. Um, yeah. I, I read eight books this year, which <laughs> for a for a real reader, that's like, pff, okay, whatever. <laughs> but that was more than I've read in a long time. And growing yeah. up, I was such a big reader. We all know life just gets in the way. Yes. So I was really excited to get back into that. So um, a couple books that I read, which are super basic, like if you're, if you keep up with like new books at all, especially what maybe influencers are recommending, then this is like, okay, yeah, duh. But Emily Henry is an author who has written three really popular books, Beach Read, People We Meet on Vacation, and then Book Lovers. And um, I really enjoyed those first two. Like I said, I'm not quite done with the third but um I really you know if you needed a light rom-com then those are good easy reads I will say that it's refreshing to read her books because and I've read two so don't come at me but she doesn't really do the whole like classic rom-com formula of we have some big blow up at the end that's just really annoying and like if you would Mm. just communicate then it would be fine (laughs) like the characters (laughs) will definitely have you know a disagreement or maybe a falling out but like they resolve it right then and it's just nice because that just gets so old it's you know we watch that all, all the time it's like you know you're waiting for them to fight over something ridiculous so it's just kind of nice to not have to deal with that. Yeah, if you need an easy read, those kind of helped me get back into the flow of reading because it's low pressure. So I would recommend those. Nice. I did not read a whole lot <laughs> this year. I read some uh, pregnancy books and mm-hmm. books about having a small child, but that's about it. Well, you know, that was very important. Yeah, not as exciting, but gotta do what you gotta do. Well, did you have any music that you discovered or noticed yourself listening to more this year? Yes, I was gonna mention that actually, Count and I, we went to, it was St. Louis, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We went to St. Louis and saw One Republic and Need to Breathe two of my top bands probably which is really funny because we saw one republic at uh memphis in may one year and i was like oh yeah you know i'll probably like a few of their songs like recognize a few of their songs and i was i knew almost all of them yeah and then that was in that moment that i was like oh i'm a one republic fan and i didn't even realize it (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah exactly yeah yeah that was a that was a fun show to go to and peter's first concert so Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> Again, raise them right. I, I feel the same way. One Republic is one of those bands you just don't realize how many hits they have until you go mm-hmm. to a concert and you're like, whoa, I, I know all of this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they were they were one of my top artists too. I enjoyed them and I don't know. I feel like people almost 
it's like they don't count for some reason <laughs> you know right I mean, it's like they have so many hits but you never hear anyone say like oh that's my favorite band but everybody likes their stuff but mm-hmm. they're they're really good and i mean dang if ryan tedder doesn't know how to write a hit then it's I, <laughs> so true <laughs> he's got so the true. magic i i don't know yeah and they were great live. Need to Breathe was great live, as usual, as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, that makes a difference, too, because we've definitely seen oh, some yeah. of that work. <laughs> it did. good, yeah. Quite the letdown. Well, music-wise, Need to Breathe was my number one artist. As per usual, their Into the Mystery album is fantastic, if anyone um, has not listened yet. But actually, <laughs> upsettingly enough for me, <laughs> this... This past year, 2022, was the year that I found multiple country songs that I (laughs) dare say listen to repeatedly. And it's honestly a little shameful for me because I have just always hated country music. I just hate the twang. Yeah, no, not all Mississippians like country music. <laughs> and I think I have liked breaking the stereotype a little bit. Um, and I'm definitely not a country fan. Like, I'm not going to say that. But at a certain point, you have to acknowledge that there are country songs you like. And right. that's the point I'm at right now. So, you know, I have about five songs that I guess are considered country that I like. They still have something about them that I feel like is authentic to me, but I went to the Country Music Hall of Fame in August in Nashville, and it just made me appreciate country music as a whole, as well as just, like, having something that does remind me of, like, my roots. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know, it, it's nice to, you know, listen to a song and hear somebody that sounds like you do, like your accent. Yeah, definitely. When they're real. It does bother me <laughs> when people do a fake accent for country, but it's whatever. I don't know. It just gave me a new appreciation. So um, I, I had to come to terms with, you know what, it's okay I, if I like it. I will say that the Hall of Fame made me realize that I already liked a lot of Southern rock. Like when I listened to 70s, which we've said we love the 70s. Mm-hmm. A lot of that I realize is like Southern rock. And that was featured a lot in the evolution of, of country music at the Hall of Fame. So I was like, well, I guess if I like that, it's okay if I expand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all have to it's- grow. We all have to change, you know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> It's okay. Definitely. And I was just going to add that it probably didn't help that Elvis obviously was featured a lot at the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I was already into that. So I think that just like tied it all together. Right. That was the definition of you the, the last six months of this year. I guess so. The first six months were Australia and then the second <laughs> six months were Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> Things I would not have predicted for 2022. Right. There you go. I will take it. (laughs) Well, a very different genre of music, but I I did remember that I really enjoyed Muse. came out with a new album that was really fun called uh, Will of the People, I think is what it's called. But very fun Halloween song. You know, don't get a lot of Halloween songs, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And that one I listened to a lot 
at Halloween. <laughs> so cool. I have I uh, see that. Yeah. I have two Halloween theme songs, that one and Ghostbusters by Walk the Moon. Definitely Ooh. check that one out too, because it's very good. But Okay. Anyway, yeah, I'm hoping maybe I'll be able to see Muse. They're going on tour twenty twenty three, so cool. I'm really hoping it'll work out that I'll get to go because I've heard their shows are really good. So Yeah. I'll definitely keep you updated if I end up going. Yeah, I would love to hear about that. And speaking of concerts, <laughs> um, quite the announcement. Anna mm-hmm. and I are seeing the one and only Taylor Swift in Nashville. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, yeah, we we got those tickets, baby. We were some of the 2%. That's right. Shout out to Caitlin. The true MVP. Yeah, Caitlin is the one that gets the credit. But I somehow did get a code, which I kind of felt bad about because I'm a casual fan, but I, I lucked out with that pre-sale code. But Caitlin put in the work in the seven-hour queue. Wild. <laughs> we will be updating y'all. That's not till May. So I'm sure it will come up in conversation again. I am going to be listening to a lot of Taylor Swift as well as watching Miss Americana in preparation. Mm-hmm. I have not watched yeah. it yet. Yeah, I think I talked about that when I was on the podcast when I watched that. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really excited to to go. I have a one of the regrets in my life was that I did not see Taylor Swift when I was like a really big fan of hers in high school. Mm-hmm. And I think it's appropriate that it's the Eras tour, so yep. it's going to be all of her albums, which I'm super excited about. So mm-hmm. that's going to be really fun. And we we both love Nashville a whole lot, so always. Looking forward to going back to there. Yes. Okay. Um, probably the biggest one <laughs> for me this year was how many TV shows that I watched. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of embarrassing probably, but... No, I'll be oh, impressed. Oh, well. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think some of them I probably talked about on the show, on the podcast. But probably the biggest one, which is a surprise to me as well... But it is not a 2022 release, but I was super into Squid Game a couple months ago. I got really invested in it and thought it was a really great production and looking forward to apparently they're coming out with a new season at some point. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, I was super into that for a little while. I know that's old news, (laughs) but I'm one of those people usually if like I hear about something so much, it just like turns me off. Yeah. And Squid Game was that way where like everybody that year like was a Squid Game person for Halloween and like, (laughs) I don't even remember. There's probably a cereal out there called Squid Game Cheerios or something. (laughs) So I was like, I really should try that series because it sounds really intense and I've heard good things about it. So I ended up enjoying it. But on another vein, I actually haven't talked to you about this, Callan, but Mm. very different from what the statement I just made, (laughs) that if there's something super popular, (laughs) I usually don't watch it, but I'm about to counteract myself and that I did start The White Lotus Uh. on HBO and... I am in the second season right now, which that's more 2022, so that makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah, I would just like randomly was thinking about it because everybody was talking about Mike White, the guy from Survivor, and The Amazing Race, which they leave that part out. Correct. And School of Rock. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I've heard good things about that show. And 
So Stephen and I started watching it together and Stephen's gotten invested in it too. So definitely adult content for sure. Just be aware for any children listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's been interesting. And definitely one of those shows I think it's fun to, t- to watch with someone else who you can kind of like discuss stuff together. Good to know. I have seen a lot about that, obviously, as you said, it's um, all over social media right now, and I um, had heard about it just because Mike White won a lot of awards for season Mm -hmm. one. I'll definitely watch it at some point because, as you said, it is so, so talked about that it must be good. I never understand how some of these shows just take off. Like, I don't know how, (laughs) as a collective, we decide we're all watching it. Because there's there's so much content out there. It's just insane. I I know. I don't, I don't get it either, but that's okay. I don't have to. (laughs) there you go (laughs) well I will say that the show that I you know have I feel like I can't end 2022 even though it is over (laughs) I can't end it (laughs) without mentioning the show that is a, a marker for me of 2022 even though it ended years prior um (laughs) but that is game of thrones yes i i have i have watched all of all of it and i will probably do a an education episode on it at some point just because goodness knows there's enough to talk about (laughs) um but i never watched it when it was on obviously knew a lot of people watching it knew it was a hot topic um especially that last season everybody wanting to know how it ends Uh, a lot of people were disappointed I knew at that time like I felt like I was missing out on a cultural event Mm -hmm. um but our friend Ben who has been on the show uh he and I always said we would watch the first episode together and that actually happened this year and then we ended up being able to watch most of the series together so um instead of eight years we watched it in eight months and um (laughs) it's that's impressive it is i mean eight solid seasons talk about a show better watching with someone else Hmm. you just need you need someone to help you keep track of everything. I always thought that was exaggerated, but it wasn't. <laughs> Overall, I really, really enjoyed it more honestly than I ever thought I would. I hmm. didn't think I would be that interested in the storyline, but I I was deeply invested in the story and in various characters. Um, so I'll have a lot of fun stuff to talk about in a future episode about that. I mean, it definitely is the most graphic show I've ever watched in every sense of the word. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, overall, really good. And definitely, you know, my biggest TV watch of 2022, even though it ended in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) The last remaining ones I did want to shout out. Um, I don't think we talked about Claim to Fame on here. But I was really invested in that show oh, and yeah. thought it was super good. So definitely recommend that for even if you're not really into pop culture. Like, I don't know a whole lot of famous people. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I I would not be good at Trivial Pursuit for actors and whatever. But <laughs> that show is very entertaining, um, surprisingly to me. Because I was like, this sounds dumb, but it was great. 
plus the Jonas Brothers minus Nick and Joe host it. So <laughs> the bonus Jonas and Kevin. <laughs> so yeah, definitely recommend that. I think that they're getting a new season from what I've heard. So that's exciting. Uh, also, The Mole on Netflix was really fun. And we, Callan and I have watched a season of the OG mole, and that is also fun. So I mm-hmm. recommend that as well. I did want to mention the Challenge USA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was another Paramount production that we needed to mention. Um, <laughs> talk about a rise and a very, very steep fall. Uh, <laughs> so if you true. watched, yeah, if you watched the finale, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> If you listen to an interview with Tyson, you more so know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I heard someone say that they're they're getting another season. So all I right. guess it was a success. Um, <laughs> I am cur- <laughs> I, of all odds, it, it, it was a success. But um, <laughs> I am currently watching the current season of The Challenge. Um, Ride or Dies. Sorry, I couldn't think of the subtitle for a second. I am currently watching that. And then actually today I started the challenge untold history, untold story, basically like a documentary series on like how the challenge was developed and how it has evolved over the years. Oh, cool. And I'm on the third episode. Yeah, super fun, super interesting, just really fun to watch. And they have a ton of interviews with um, TJ, of course, but also with just past contestants and current contestants. So that's really fun, especially if you've watched a ton of seasons of the challenge. As we've talked about, they come back a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like we had to mention that. Last thing I wanted to say, I feel like this isn't really talked about on here as much, but I love Great Britain. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it is a passion of mine. <laughs> So I was very sad to hear about the queen passing away this year Mm -hmm. and Charles becoming the king. So anyway, (laughs) we're moving, moving past that part. But um, I did watch The Crown and consumed it within like three days. So uh, I love that show. Highly recommend it. I think they did a great job doing that. And I have started Harry and Meghan's Netflix series. Don't ask me my opinions because I don't know still. (laughs) (laughs) It's all very complicated. It's very complicated. Yeah. But I did want to mention, yeah, throw in the crown there because it was definitely a big part of my week in 2022 for sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing that show. I've certainly taken my time with it, um, but... As we say, there are no spoilers on that show, so <laughs> it's true. It'll be around, but I yeah. I do want to watch that. And the Harry and Meghan documentary is on my list, um, as many things are, but that one is higher <laughs> up because it's very fascinating. The whole thing is fascinating, especially mm-hmm. you know just as an American. It's yeah interesting to watch this from from our perspective yeah for sure I think that was it for everything I was going to mention yeah I think I covered everything that really you know stuck out to me I might be forgetting something but I guess that means that it wasn't just it didn't have a chokehold on me like (laughs) like Elvis yeah that's how I feel too and you know maybe next episode we'll mention (laughs) whatever we forgot yeah yeah 
but overall, I think it was a great year in just life and also a great year in pop culture. Yeah, agreed. I mean, you know, 2020 was pretty bad. So mm-hmm. I think we can really only go up from there. That's right. We... We're excited about 2023. There's going to be awesome content to consume. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, well, we're excited to be back at it. That's right. Not really sure yet what our schedule will look like as far as like when we'll release episodes. But we will try to let you guys know on social or on our next couple episodes as we figure out what schedule works best for our lives. We will keep you guys updated. So be sure to tune in to our <laughs> our coming episodes. Uh, we have a couple that we did not release. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> From the vault. After- <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're the Disney vault right now opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're probably going to upload those at some point and just put the disclaimer like, this is from last year, but it's super fun still. So we hope that you guys will enjoy that and definitely we'll have new content coming out. And of course, let you know all of our thoughts on everything going on in the world, pop culture related, of course. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. I don't really tweet unless it's Big Brother season. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we got a few months before that as I don't think there's going to be a celebrity Big Brother this season this year, which is probably for the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> be sure definitely to, to check us out on Instagram and Twitter if that's more your style. We are not going to pay for the blue check, but <laughs> if you want to send us some funds to give us the blue check, we will happily accept those, but I am not soliciting at all. Um, <laughs> also, we do have a Discord, which we have a f- we have some some listeners on Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we kind of need to start bringing that back, especially now that some um, reality shows will be starting back this, I think this month. So. Um, actually Tough as Nails premieres on January 4th. So excited about that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm, I'm rambling, but yes, join our discord for more rambling. And cause we'd really like to get to know you guys (laughs) and, um, get y'all's thoughts as well on what we need to talk about on the podcast or just like anything pop culture related. So be sure to check us out on the Discord. And also we have an email as well if you're a little more private and you don't like being (laughs) on social platforms. That's okay. Um, You can email us as well. All that information is in the show notes below. And I think that's it. (laughs) 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 So thank you so much for coming back. Yes, to listen to us it. we really appreciate you coming back to listen we're really excited to get back involved and looking forward to all the future fun stuff to talk about so with that being said thank you so much for watching i'm anna watching <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> thank you so much for listening i'm anna and i'm callan Thank you. Thank you very much. Kalena has left the building for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>